Hi, my name is Joy from HealingJoy.com, and I'm a spiritual medium. I haven't always been one. Actually, I grew up in a traditional Chinese family and became an engineer. So my entry into the metaphysical world wasn't easy because honestly, I wasn't looking for it. Trust me, telling my parents that I wanted to leave the corporate world and do readings and healings for people wasn't the easiest conversation to have. But me coming to terms with being a medium in this intangible world of the supernatural, spirits, guides, other realms, it's been a challenge. And I'm still struggling to say what I do for work when I meet new people. This podcast is for me to share with you some of those challenges and to help answer some questions that you may not know who to ask or where to start from. I've been developing and working as a spiritual medium for over 10 years now, and I want to share with you some of these experiences in the hope that it can help you out in your own journey. Because I'm recording this from my house, apparently the most soundproof place is my closet, so welcome to The Closet Medium. Hi everyone, I'm not in the closet today because I have a guest. I have Allison with me who is a current student of mine learning to develop her already natural abilities. In today's episode, we're going to talk a little bit about spirits because we're close to Halloween right now and people say Halloween is a time where the veil between worlds is the thinnest and it's easiest for us to connect to loved ones or spirits and whatnot. Now, working with me in class, I teach about connection to spirits and your own intuition. And spirits in terms of guides is one level of connection, but I also encourage connection to past loved ones, or if you want to call them ghosts, ghosts, hopefully friendly ghosts. And Allison here has some experiences. So I want to welcome Allison. Hi, Joy. Thank you for having me. Thanks for being here. So you can see ghosts. Uh, yeah, it's, it's um, something that I, it's an ability I've always had um, growing up. Um, some of my earliest memories of um, myself as a very young child trying to make sense of uh, the things I could see around me, which I realized that other people couldn't see. Now, what does it mean when you can see ghosts? Like, can you physically see them? Are they like people that stand right next to you? It's, it's very difficult to describe, I, it, it's hard to find the vocabulary for it, but the, the best way that I can describe it is I, I can see people or things, not exactly physically, but it's more a mental image um, in my mind and it's interactive and I can communicate and, and the, it, these beings move around as well. And do they talk to you? Do they just have coffee with you? Do they watch you in the shower <laughs> naked? <laughs> um, so they, there is communication. It's not verbal communication, though. It's, it's more, it, again, it's really difficult to describe. It's more feelings and images and uh, packets of information, for lack of a, a better description. Um, it's never been verbal for me. That's interesting. Um, for me, it starts out with pictures. And if there's a connection to be made with somebody in the room that they want to give a message to, they have to make the connection first, and then it can become verbal. But I, I see it also in my third eye, and sometimes a flash. It's almost like a picture put up really quick, a flash of somebody's face or something. I don't always keep myself open to pick up and see everyone, but when I do, I kind of open myself to that frequency of spirit and see if that's around. 
do you are you open all the time do you see ghosts all the time or do you also open yourself to it um it's something that i can amplify it's always on but to varying uh degrees so sometimes i can level it back a bit um, and there's other times um, I find, especially during Halloween or when it's a full moon as well, it gets really, really strong. And uh, it's something that I'd like to be able to control a little bit better, but it's, it's a working progress. I agree. There are times where it is stronger. The veil, as we mentioned for Halloween, between worlds are shorter. Also, I find special places like, you know, cemeteries and jails and hospitals, all those favorite places, I will tend to feel more spirits first because I, I'm still trying to remain closed. I really don't really want to see everything, but I'll sense more first. And then if I open myself, things will pop up. And depending on how urgent it is, I don't know about you, but it's happened to me when somebody really wants to give them a message, it's almost like somebody's constantly tapping on my shoulder, but it's almost like my head trying to reach me. And I say my head because for me, it's the connection through the crown chakra that I open and the third eye that I, I can see, quote unquote, see and, and communicate. So there, it's a pressure on my head and my third eye when I feel someone's really there, really wants the message. And I have to admit, it's a little bit annoying and I have to ask them to step back. Um, I, I do have something similar. It's um, when it's something that's really urgent or if I'm in a place that feels really, really charged, I'll see someone literally get right up in my face um, and I'll see them really, really clearly and I'll feel that um, the emotion that they are feeling um, at that point in time. And the other thing that can happen is I'll feel like a jolt of electricity that runs through uh, my spine. So it starts at the base of my spine and just works all the way up. Um, and it'll almost feel like my body becomes electrified as well. What do these ghosts want usually? Do they want to just say hello, give you a message? They want you to do their grocery shopping? They forgot to turn off the oven, make sure the oven's off? You know what, sometimes I, I don't even know myself. Um, I might just be walking through a particular place that happens to be charged or open at that time. Um, or maybe I'm the one that's more open and I'm just picking up things. Um, sometimes it's it, it feels as if I'm not picking up on an actual uh, person. It's more, it feels more like a fragment or like a, a specter of the past that happens to be concentrated in that time and place. So I have found that as well. So that's not an interactive sort of communication. Um, and if it is someone that you can communicate with and interact with, um, it, it can be anything. Sometimes it's people that have passed over and there's some mystery surrounding how they passed or they just have a message or they just they want to be seen um, sometimes they don't know they've passed as well and so all of a sudden you know they they realize that here's someone that can see them um, so they try to get your attention that way and other times I, I don't even know yeah how I relate it is the people that are open to spirits have a brighter light around them mm -hmm. you know how people say go to the light well, if you can imagine these spirits, you know, people ignore them and can't see them, but those that can have the special light and they're drawn to you. It's almost like if you only speak English and you land in Russia, no one speaks 
English, but then you hear someone speak English a little bit, what are you going to do? Run towards them, right? Go, oh my God, you speak English. Can you understand me? I, I kin it to that type of thing. So it's like once you see them, they see you, yeah. I always say. Yeah. So it's like careful what you wish for because a lot of people can't see spirits and, and it is a gift. And they're like, oh, I wish I could see spirits. And I'm like, yeah, okay, <laughs> careful what you wish for. Because once you see them, they see you. And it is like this rush of, wait, 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 wait. I have a message. Can you see me? Help me. Which is great. Sometimes it's help me. Sometimes it's, I don't know, fuck off. <laughs> I don't know. Um, which for me, uh, it's happened. Not all spirits are necessarily nice. Mm. It's not Casper the Friendly Ghost. No, no. So um, I was going to share one of my experiences, but I was wanting to see what's some of one of your scariest experiences. Sorry, it is almost Halloween, so I have to ask for a scary one. <laughs> well, I um, guess it depends how scary you want to go, but um, there, there's been many times when, particularly when I was younger and I was less developed and I didn't really understand... Uh, disability very well. I used to get scared by anything really. Um, now it's become a, a almost second nature really. Um, but I remember growing up, um, I was living in a house um, which was very active. Uh, I was going through puberty at that time as well so I think that opened me up even more um, than I would have and I remember that occasionally I would feel an energy just enter into the house and on one particular occasion um yeah i felt an energy into the home and i was home alone at the time and this one felt different i think uh, human energy feet has a certain signature to it and this one felt very different and i knowing what i know now I'd, I'd call that a demonic energy it has a very particular sort of vibration or feel to it it feels very threatening and heavy and it takes up a lot of space um and yeah I remember it was just I, I felt terrified at the time and uh, I used to be quite religious and I turned on um, Mormon tabernacle music and it took about an hour before all of that cleared away but I could feel this male presence uh, towering over me and following me around the house as I was trying to shake it off and I felt like I was going to get attacked at any moment which kind of defied all any sense of logic in my mind because I couldn't see anyone there but I could feel it um, really distinctly and it felt very menacing. Wow, that's that's very terrifying and you're right, when you're not quite sure of your abilities or what you're you know, doing and what's going on but you, you know something's wrong, it's, it's scary and um, that's great that you used a religious song which obviously has a certain vibration that we, I always say lift the vibration and change the vibration and these lower energies won't mm. attach to you. So that was a great move on your part at that age. For me, one of my scariest moments I remember, I did some acting on the side and I was cast to play a doctor and we were on set, but the set they used to play the hospital was an old mental hospital. Great. <laughs> a lot of things happened in there. And at this time, I had already begun my spiritual practices, and I was seeing ghosts and doing mediumships and always teaching my students about protection. And when I got the uh, call sheet, and it said location, and I was like, oh, my God. Okay. And, and you can tell it was a rundown old mental hospital that had, you know, 
not been used for some time. The walls were dirty. You could see blood stains on some things, padded rooms, um, bathrooms. It was empty. And I was like, huh, okay, I'm going to film here all day, all day. Okay, so I asked my guides for protection. Very, they were very specific on protection, actually. And I used protection, and I knew I had to be careful because I could sense there were lots of spirits around. Not necessarily demonic, but human crazy spirits <laughs> that were restless, um, disturbed, angry. And I could tell they were all watching me because, like I said, you're that light. And you see them, they see you. Well, I could tell you I was on set and all eyes were on me. Now, as the scene progressed, I was uh, in the hospital and I was a doctor and there was like a shooting and there was a lot of blood on set. And the more violence and blood on set, I could hear the cackling. I could start hearing the jeering of, of these spirits getting excited and it was all around me and I could feel that pressure coming near me and I was like oh my god when are we rapping when are we rapping um it was interesting the protection they put on me it it didn't let any of them around me but I could sense them so it, it almost expanded my aura far enough that they could see me but they couldn't get in but they were just on the outside border so I could feel this pressure trying to get in, not right on me, but it's almost like a glass dome. And it was around me the whole time during filming. However, the way they did it, for some reason, I know this sounds cliche, that protection expired by sundown. I don't know, there was a shift in energy as it got darker. And my scene was supposed to wrap by 4 p.m. and it was winter, day and it was gonna the sun was starting to set around 4 30 early uh, daylight savings I don't know five and we were running late with production and I kept thinking oh my god keep the sunlight going keep the sunlight going and I don't know if it was just like you know having light in the room or whatever but I remember they were like that's a wrap and, and <laughs> I literally was running and I could feel that force field that protection layer starting to close in around me like it was starting to weaken and I remember as I was running I was literally running out of the building in the set I started hearing them closer to me and one of them said to me in my ear very distinctly run you better run and I ran out of there I ran it was the scary I still get goose pimples when I talk about it it was the scariest moment I didn't get anything attached to me Thank God I was protected. Yeah, yeah but I knew um, these were the type of spirits that would want to cause trouble and get close enough to your aura to affect you. And that's what they do sometimes. They're, they're energy. Everything's energy, as we've talked about. And ones of mediums or sensitive people um, will sense their energy and they'll just come closer and closer. And if you're not 100% yourself, their energy will mix a bit with yours and influence is what I call. They can't quite possess you, but they can influence your thoughts, your moods, even how you feel physically. Um, some don't do it on purpose, but some unfortunately do. Not, not even demonic we're talking, but just these almost trickster human spirits, you know, they wanted to cause trouble. And I could tell this bunch wanted to cause trouble. So yeah, that was one of my <laughs> scary experiences. Well. 
Not all ghosts are scary, though. Um, I have to say that. Don't want to scare everyone. There are friendly ghosts, believe it or not. Your guides, your grandma, I'm sure, is not that scary. Although my relatives come and always tell me that I should save money and like I should go to a temple. But that's okay. You know, they're ghosts and they care about you. Um, but no, I, I did have a nice ghost story. I was doing readings one time and usually people ask me about their past loved ones and you know I, I get grandmas, ex-husbands or brothers and sisters which is lovely with lovely messages. Well one time I was in this little space and this woman was asking for a reading and for some reason there was a cow next to her, a cow, right? And I'm like okay I'm just going to ignore this cow um, but it kept nudging me kind of like when I said they want a message to you, they keep pressing on your aura or your energy field or your head or something and this pressure comes because they want to give you a message. Well, this cow kept nudging me and I could feel the pressure on me and I'm like, okay. And I said to her, look, there's a cow here and I don't know why. And I described it, it's a black and white cow. And all of a sudden the lady started crying and she went, Betty? And I just, I was like stunned. But apparently she grew up on a farm and it kind of had a pet cow. They had, you know, cattle and everything. And she had a liking to one. But unfortunately, Betty had to be slaughtered um, as her job. And um, she was heartbroken. And, and apparently, Betty's dropped in and said hello. And that she understood. And it was okay. And it was just such a weird, touching ghost experience, I guess, that, you know, I wanted to share with you that not all ghosts are scary that they are around us, whether we can feel them or not. They have messages for us. Um, some are, you know, questions and just as curious as we are about them. Some are just trying to find their own way and their own light, just like us. So this Halloween, as we're trick-or-treating or out there with our pumpkins and costumes, figure out who's the real ones and who's not and what goes bump in the night and stay safe, everyone. Thank you again, Allison, for your time today. Thanks, Joy, and, and happy Halloween. Thanks for joining me today. And for more information about classes I teach or private sessions, please go to theclosetmedium.com.